Yo, it's just Jimothy Small Podcast. It's Wednesday, July 27, 2016. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. Good to be back. Excellent to have you back in the... Uh, we weren't entirely sure, were we, that you were coming back? Oh, we're going to be tired. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to be back now anyway. Uh, I mean, uh, is it wrong of me to mention this? When it's so extreme. Yes, well. But how has the weather been over? Look, for those I know. In, enjoying a northern summer, we, and we have been getting a lot of feedback from our international listeners, it's been very we nice. We have, including some great cricket photos. Did you see those? No, where from? Oh, uh, Kerry. Our Kerry oh, correspondent sent oh, us Kerry. some uh, beautiful pictures of just lo- the local cricket game that I mm. think I think there was involvement rather than just I'm sitting here watching. Well, even, um, even Ireland's got better weather than us at the moment. It yeah. is ice cold. Like, it's... You know, look, you know my theory, Lauren Clark, that mm. it's only okay to put the heater on yes. if you've got some wet clothes to put in front of it. Right? Is that right? Well, I try and just... But for somebody who's not a tight ass, that's a fairly tight ass position. Well, no, no, it's not because I don't like... Because we are, as a, as a people, yeah. being gouged for our gas and electricity now because of the great choices that privatisation has um, provided yeah. us, right? Neoliberal Cause capitalism. Because comp- competition yeah. creates um, you know, a price war. Competition is a great answer to so many things. Oh, well, look, when they all get together at uh, the Australia Club at the end of a Friday and they all go, oh, hello, Barry, hello, Michael, how's a... They're not uh, called Barry. Well, whoever. Uh, you know, and they all, of course, they don't talk about what the electricity prices are going to be next week because yeah. that would be unfair. Yeah. There's all that competition. The market decides, of course. not the backroom deals. No. Barry and Michael and their uh, schnifters of cognac and big fat... Uh, what do you call them? Uh, Cubans? I think they're capitalists. Um. Big fan capitalists. Anyway, <laughs> so we're all getting gouged. So what I like to do, Lauren, yes. is as a freelancer, thank you, yes. Lauren Clark, yeah. it, I am ice cold at home. I work from home and I need to put the heater on. Look, and I'm not one for I, – I, I sit here pretty rugged up. I sit there pretty rugged up. Mm. But there, there's now come a time where I've got to put this heater on, as everyone else is doing. Yeah. But I have to make sure I, I get a, a load of washing on as well. Well, right, I think that's to pretty, justify it. Well, just to make me feel like it's it's not just warming up the dogs because they sit in front of the heater <laughs> and I'm in the kitchen working away. So they get I don't I can't justify that's two like when lazy my, dogs. I used to have we used to have a bunch of us sort of living all in the one. Some of us were officially housemates, and then there were just randoms who were housemates for a little while or whatever. Mm. And there was this one guy, and he liked to watch sport. All throughout, like he'd just, you know, have days off. I think he was working at nights. Wow. And he would just like have days off and he'd sit in front of, wasn't the Olympics, but it was like the, it wasn't the golf, but you know, something that was long to watch. Commonwealth Possibly Games. it was a golf, possibly it was the cricket. Anyway, whatever. But he was the sort of person who mm. felt guilty about doing it. So he would take all of his household chores into the room. And so you would just go, hey, would you mind, um, <laughs> Could you just iron my? Uh, like you could, you could get basically hand him things, and he right. just because he needed to be able to. He couldn't. He is like you with a heater. He couldn't justify just having it on mm. and sitting back and kicking back. But what are you like with lights, for instance? Like I remember as a kid. Yeah. My father. Yes. And my mother, I believe, and, yes. and trust me, we never called them father and mother. That is, <laughs> I don't know where that comes from. <laughs> Father, mother, no, the lights it, yes, seem to be on. Down one of the wings. What's going on? Call the slaves. Call the servants. Yeah. Um, no, I used to get told off because every time 
they said they used to say the big mantra at home was every time you turn on a light it costs twenty cents. Oh God, I didn't never you get that, that one? one. No. Uh, so my brother and I would then go up to our bedroom and just go <laughs> and just flick the lights <laughs> like it's some sort of pathetic revenge. Little did we know that power was still government owned and they were that paying is much. So funny. Yeah, but so I think as a result uh, though, I'm mm. very um, wary of turning on lights. Yes. Now, no, that sort of thing does affect. Okay, you. Yeah. and I and I leave a room, but I leave a room. I always turn a light off. Yeah. I don't have lights on all over the place. Yeah. In fact, in our lounge room, our main living quarter, yeah, uh, we just have lamps, just two lamps. This is a good story. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's true. That's true. Sorry, I, I, I think it's just just playing a pattern. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're dead right. That is probably the most boring story. <laughs> I'm actually telling. I'm sitting here. Thanks for picking me up. I'm sitting here telling you what lights I have on and off in the house. Like, have we hit, is this officially rock bottom? <laughs> yes. This podcast is officially rock bottom, number is, 406 is, or whatever it is. We've, I think three times before we've we've named a podcast the worst podcast of all time. Well, they haven't gotten to I don't think it's that quiet because those ones were pretty bad. <laughs> but I just um, told you that I there turn was one a lamp on and don't like the main lights. Uh, <laughs> Here's a story to make that story anything feel you, like. Anything you say now is going to win the show. <laughs> Okay, so my grandmother, mm. and this is just one of those of an era stories, you know. I think this is the kind of thing, it's like your 20 cents thing, uh, right? 20 cents every time you turn it on. Yeah. So when you, when you, I think you're shaped by the time you grow up in, right? Cool. She grew up in a really freaking tough time, like in regional, like in, you know, on a dairy farm in the middle of, near Warrnambool kind of thing. And she had... It's big money farming, isn't it? That's like oh, Western District farming. It, it is it? now. Oh. <laughs> Back then it was devastating. And it, she, she lived through the Depression. Right. And she... Uh, and the the her father went to war and her husband's... Her husband didn't go to war because he was a teacher and they needed teachers. But the that generation went to war. And so she was really... She's living through the... The kind of bad, some pretty bad bits, right? Mm. Did father come back from the war? Father came back from the war. Mm. Father and mother, she was orphaned by the age of 11. Oh. Um, and she, and in fact, her father back in those days, and it, there was also a drought in the middle of um, the area, and she was, uh, there was, there was this horrible, <laughs> like hideous drought that, that went forever. And she remembers the day that, um, it rained for the first time. It hadn't rained for ages and it rained and they were all on the beach. It was such a hot day. It was like the mm. hottest day. So they'd all gone to the beach because it was close and it was mm. let's go there and stop being miserable because our farms are going to catch fire. It's so hot. And then it rained and she said all of the adults were crying. Mm. And she just remembers this moment of – and she was a kid and she remembers thinking this is, this is kind of good but not good. You know what it's I mean? Weird. And her father invented a little thing mm. – to do with milking that made milking like 10 times easier and he mm. t he showed all of his mates and he said look this has helped me maybe it'll help you and they were oh, thank you thank you so much and they and now every farm has them and like well, if, he didn't patent it if he'd patented it because you know, he didn't think he he didn't want to do. He we could be to sitting here with go John imagine, Moore's gold microphones if e your grandfather had done that. Imagine, imagine. Anyway, but she <sighs> remembers. This is the whole twenty cent light bulb mm. thing. 
she because she was they were uh, there were like seven kids or something um and the oldest one raised them all so she was like 16 and she raised all the other ones who were all orphaned okay. right yeah um but there was an inspection the government inspection that happened and i can't remember how often it happened but i think it was like fortnightly or monthly uh somebody came around and said how are your kids you know mm. how's everyone going um mm. but basically it L- was less of a nanny state back then, wasn't it? Yeah. Doing a whole household of kids. <laughs> Once a month just pop in. You're going all right there, kids? Yeah. Yeah, However, thanks. you yeah. think that. But the reality was they knew they were going to be taken away if the house hmm. wasn't nice. Yeah. And my grandma's job was to clean the windows. And if my grandma, I've told you this before, if my grandma went to your house mm-hmm. and there were dirty windows, she'd sit with her back to them so that they wouldn't, they wouldn't make her anxious. Yeah, fair enough. You know, and she would, she couldn't, she just couldn't look at dirty windows. She couldn't stand it. It was just built into her. It was like that 20 cents a light bulb, 20 cents a light bulb. Mm. Like just, (laughs) I can't do it, I can't do it. Mm. It's funny, isn't it, that stuff? What is, it's funny you were telling that story. You know, I got married. On Congratulations. The day. Thank you to my housemate. When was this, yesterday? Oh, to your housemate. No, no, on the day that the most (laughs) recent drought broke. Oh, did you? It ruined our wedding. Right. Well, it changed it. It was an outdoor wedding. I was going to say, the wedding's gone quite well, hasn't it, for you both? <laughs> well, it was, it was well, uh, an you, outdoor you've wedding. exceptionally well out of it. Well, I married a millionaire. So Dad actually painted a, uh, this cow milking technique that some guy was giving away in Warnable once. But um, uh, no, not true. Um, anyway, yes. I just made me think of uh, dragging brats. Uh, breaking droughts. Oh, jeez. <laughs> You, you oh. are taking a while this week to, to warm up. Warm up. I was pretty shell shocked after the Richmond game on uh, Sunday. What happened? I don't know anything. You about were there it. with me, and mm-hmm. we, oh uh, yeah, I was passionately supporting. Yeah, come was on, it Richmond? the Richmonds! Yes. Come on, you tigers! Yes, you know. <laughs> no, I don't know. You know, some. I I do believe that um, I'm going to get a brain scan. No, you're not. I think I will. What but, do you mean? Because I have. Do you want to do weird that? pain behind my eyes all the time? And not pain, but like no, that could be optometry. Go no, and pressure. Speak to no, it's some different. Peepers doctors. No, no, it's not peepers. Oh, doctor. you don't know anything. Would, excuse me, I actually got the uh, eyeball X-rays. I've done all that. The eyeball X-rays. <laughs> I, I did. Whatever they called. Hmm. I think this is officially the worst show. There we have, look, no, there's no way. I just told my grandma's story. No, yeah, well, that's it was a killer. <laughs> Shut up. She explained. <laughs> Stupid. Big shout out to TC Thomas Caldwell uh, coming at you from, uh, <laughs> I don't know why I'm sounding like that. Yeah, um, from, <laughs> from the Melbourne International Film Festival. Uh, he, uh, he reckons I should keep singing. Good on you, Thomas. Love your work. Uh, he also said um, something else about you and accents. Oh, God bless you, Tommy. Yeah, he did. He said he doesn't he like quite likes it when you do accents. But anyway. Mm. Um, Stuart, there's just a little thing that I, I thought this is just something people can email us in because people have been this week mm. and over the last week or so uh, do, doing a few things that we've asked them to. Like we've had people getting in touch with Tingies, uh, Ship of Me Tingies. Ship of Me Tingies. We, uh, we had a winner. And we had a winner. And we've had people getting in touch with those. We've had Bureau Chiefs sending us just news from around the traps. Um, but, uh, but we've also had, uh, which I think is what just… What about our Brexit correspondent? We haven't. Yes. What's what, what's with him? He's been sending stuff all the way through. We just haven't talked about it. Are you kidding me? So we might do a bumper Brexit edition next week. Oh my God, Stu! Brexit will be so over. Everyone will be going. This is a history lesson. It's a different take. 
It's he'll he'll be I don't know what he's gonna say. <laughs> Just don't worry. He's actually been sending pictures through. We should be putting him on Facebook. Stuart, you should be telling me about these things. Anyway. Oh. The point is, uh, people have also, mm. and which I do think is just so delightfully, stupidly small. Right. Um, we did put out a call, just in the hilariously on the way from one thing to another thing in one episode a while ago, for people to get in touch with Victoria's Premier Dan Andrews, oh, who yes. is on Twitter, yeah, and to say to him, Dan, we know you love podcasts. This one's a cracker. Have a listen. Does he love podcasts? Well. He claimed to love podcasts in that he went to the This American Life Ira Glass thing and, and oh. fanboyed up to Ira Glass, right? Who didn't get a photo with Ira Glass? Who didn't? Maybe. You know, that's it. So, apart from you, no one else in Melbourne. Um, so, it, mm. w- and, and what, what I love about the Stupidly Small Listeners is that people listen at different times, different days, different. So, people would be getting in touch with Dan Andrews like three days later. Just uh-huh. randomly going, hey, by the way, you should listen to So I like the fact uh, that so at no rolling point. Rolling coverage. Rolling coverage. And at no point. And it was like, I mean, he might be thinking, how did this podcast organise to have all of these people continuously contacting me mm. and saying, please, uh, you know, listen to this podcast rather okay. than all at once. <clears throat> and this is a desperate grab or is it it's a social experiment? No, it's not a desperate. We just want Dan Andrews to listen to our podcast. Well, I suppose we do. We don't really care, but he seems like he might like it. So he's a bit of the flavour of the month at the moment. Yeah, he's a he's like he's the bit clo- of lefty. Well, he's <laughs> he's left of Genghis Khan, which is a star. <laughs> anyway. Left of something. So the point is that I have been enjoying the way that, oh, that okay. our little community does tend to help us out. Sometimes you got some bloody help with your. Amenities bills the other day asking people about oh, where yeah. they where they got their power and stuff. That's right, motivation, energy, or something. I've got to look into that still. You've got to what? Look into that. <laughs> anyway, I thought people could get in touch and tell us stuff. I wrote this in my phone the other day because mm-hmm. um, people can get in touch and tell us phrases that you only really hear. Locally, so it doesn't need to be. It can be wherever you are. Mm-hmm. You could be in Brisbane. You could be in Kerry. You could be in Boston. Thank you. Uh, Sitting on my hands. I'm so <laughs> so cold. <laughs> but you need to. If there is an expression that is so very that town, yes. Tell us why it is Toronto, and 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 give it to us because I reckon. The other day I was listening to the radio and I just heard the traffic report droning on and on in the background. Well, it's the traffic reports or SMSs. It's that's all the radio consists You've of. You've been there when they hit the jackpot when people SMS in about the traffic. Oh no, they really can't believe their luck when that happens. Now, you know, can I say one thing about it? Yes. Then you get the smarty. Yeah. Who goes? Oh well, it's all clear down here in Upper Come Back to yeah, West. To the traffic, the sun's <laughs> out and there's no traffic. Yeah. Hope you're having a good time in the city. Well, we are because we don't have to live where you live. <laughs> That's going to be you soon, Stu. Oh, no, I'm, living, I'm moving to an urban centre. Uh-huh. Well, a, a regional oh, centre, I think sorry. that's going to be the new. Is that going to be a ding? I think well, that regional might be a centre. Ding. What did you say? I said urban. I'm moving to an urban centre. I'm moving to a regional centre. <laughs> I'm moving to. We'll just be watching for whether city. that's ding worthy as we go. Ding worthy. Anyway, ding, ding. listen. Come on. They said in the traffic report a phrase was uttered. That I posit would not appear, would not happen as a phrase in any other place, 
possibly possibly in Australia are my mm. versions of it. But just I thought it was good enough to maybe have an album named after it or something. Oh. And it was as follows. No dramas on the ring road. <laughs> no dramas on the ring road and out through. There's an accident out in oh, the crews are out in crew we've got crews out in yeah, they've got yeah. this whole way of oh. They've got this uh, sort of language, this whole grammar. But you know also, this is how bad We've it's We've got gotten. crews out in uh, Parra Road in Greensboro, Parra. but they seem to be clearing up today and uh, not too many dramas around the ring road. Dramas up the ring road. I just think that it could, you couldn't find a more... Like if there was a Melbourne, you know, line, if there was okay. someone from out of town in town, they'd be going, "What is no dramas on the ring road?" <laughs> That's yes, a mean? very good point. They say it all the time. And I was listening to old media the other day. Yeah, and they this is how I think old media is crumbling because no, no kidding, Stu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, with entertainment like this on offer, I mean, why are you really, listen? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they had an interview special. Yeah, with the guy who does the traffic reports, and he's You're going, kidding. No, he's going. Oh, yes, and, you know, sometimes I look at the cameras and uh, there's someone going backwards up a ramp and I think, how crazy are these people? And then uh, oh my God. What I, another thing I've learned from doing the traffic is oh my uh, God. I'm not going to ride a motorbike in the, in the traffic anymore. I'll take a that motorbike. That is bottom of barrel. Well, that, That's worse than your the, story about turning on lights in the hallways. <laughs> well, no, no, lamps in the lounge room, I'll have you now. <laughs> but that sounds like an 80s pop band. Lamps in the lounge room. There we go. Yeah, we've got, we've, around. we've got our <laughs> album covers. Lamps in the lounge room and no drummers on the ring road. Um, finally. <laughs> yes. The guy, uh, the, the most bottom of the barrel would be then if mm. it's actually the traffic guy texting mm. in. Yeah, totally. that's <laughs> right. We get to that. No, nah, we get to I that. Know. We're in all sorts of trouble. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Lauren Clark, how yes. does the traffic guy get in contact with the plane? <laughs> he can, uh, he can ring us up. Actually, uh, TC Thomas Caldwell was threatening to do this. Uh, bureau chief again. Bureau chief of what? Well, film, presumably. The silver screen, perhaps. The silver screen bureau chief. The silver screen. Hope he puts that on his CV. So do I. Um, but people can get in touch by ringing us. There is a you can do that. There's a voicemail on our website and a phone number there as well. You can't. But if you do that, by the way, we can actually play your message and speak to you in a human way on the human voice machine Hello. as part of our <laughs> amazing <laughs> podcast. And we can also, uh, you can contact us through email, you can contact, which is through the Contact Us page on the website. We're Stupidly Big Stu, stupidlybig.com, Stupidly Big on Facebook and Twitter. We are stupidly small in the iTunes, uh, on the iTunes page. Stu, we've been having lots more uh, reviews and Fantastic. people give Giving us six stars. Oh, well, that's great because we deserve it. And I can't uh, tell you how much and how important it is for some reason on iTunes that you rate and uh, review. No, it's excellent. Ben, the people who've been doing it, thank you so very much. Mm. Uh, very uh, excellent of you. Stuart Farrell. Ozzy. Will I see you tomorrow? No doubt. Excellent. I look forward to that, my friend. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. <laughs>